Welcome to the Women Want Strong Men podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stuttle. I believe it takes a strong man to appreciate a strong woman, and I'm here to bring a unique perspective to empower both sexes. I love talking with health experts, thought leaders, influencers, and people who have insightful information to share with us about our health, our society, and our pursuit for success and prosperity. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is 15 on a Friday and today's 15 minutes are going to be with Lexi Joy. Lexi is a corporate health coach, founder of Nutrition Intuition, and she's an educational content creator on social media. So welcome to the show, Lexi. Thank you, Amy. So I found Lexi on Instagram. And then I also heard a podcast or two of hers. So I thought she would be a great guest to have on today. And I told her I really like to have tangible takeaways from the podcast. So that way the listeners have action items and ways they can improve. And I thought one of the cool things that we could talk about today was improvements in the grocery store. And I heard Lexi talk about this a little bit in one of her Instagram live. And so let's just start in the egg aisle and and picking the right eggs. I think eggs are a household staple and there's so many of them. They're all different colors and all this different packaging. Lexi, help us choose our eggs. So yeah, it is confusing because the labels could be like free range or it could say vegetarian diet, which you know some people may perceive a vegetarian diet as healthy, but what that really means if it's not organic is that the chickens are being fed GMO soy and corn most likely. And chickens are actually an omnivorous animal, so they should be eating both animal products and plant products. So they're supposed to be running free, getting sunlight, eating worms off the dirt, and engaging with the soil. So I always go for the label that's pasture-raised, organic, because then you know that it's getting optimal sunlight and space. It's not like caged up all day. And it's being fed organic in in addition to whatever it's eating when it's out. So I personally prefer ordering it from a farm that I can trust rather than going to the grocery store. But I know that there's also a brand called Happy Eggs. They have pasture-raised organic eggs. Their yolks are so bright and orange. And they can be found at like the Safeway supermarkets. I've seen them there. That's a good brand. If maybe you don't have a farm nearby or you just need to go out and get eggs, I would recommend that brand. So you said you're purchasing yours online. What website are you using to purchase yours? I use a website. It's called Dutch Meadows Farm. I can send you the link. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I actually have a code too. So I can send that to you. Okay, I'll provide that in the show notes as well. And I think, you know, most people are surprised by what the color of the yolk should actually be. I think we've gotten so used to this like pale yellow color that when you see like an orange yolk, they're like, is something wrong with that egg? And it's like, no, that's actually what it's supposed to look like, right? Yeah, it definitely means it's getting more beta carotene in its system. So it's probably just more nutrient dense. And I've noticed that the farm eggs or even the happy eggs are definitely more rich in color in the yolk than any other eggs that I've seen so far. Okay. So since we're in the dairy section, let's move on to some of these milks and coffee creamers and you have soy milk and almond milk and 2% milk. And oh my gosh, what are you grabbing for there? 
it's so tricky because I think so many people are scared of dairy because maybe they had a bad experience with it or it's just kind of just this perception that it's going to cause all these issues with digestion. And that could be true for some people. I don't necessarily agree with the milk alternatives. They always have seed oils in them. They have added sugars, natural flavors, like whatever that means. It's like a very vague term. It's just a bunch of additives and gut irritants. So if you're going to avoid milk because it bothers your digestion, I wouldn't recommend getting soy milk or almond milk because I don't think those are necessarily healthy foods. I mean, if you make it yourself, it might be healthier than going to a store and getting almond milk. But, you know, since a lot of men are watching this and listening to this, I wouldn't recommend like these milk alternatives if they're trying to boost testosterone just because of all the additives. And obviously soy is, <laughs> isn't going to be helpful there. So if you're looking for a milk alternative, what are you recommending to your clients? I would say like stick to something simple, like the coconut milk that's plain, like it's literally just coconut milk. That would be the best. Maybe try like going to a farm that's local, trying goat milk or like maybe not from a cow, but maybe from another animal. They have some of the farms here have goats. Camel milk is an option for some people. So maybe just branching out from the cow. And the thing to to really distinguish is the lactose intolerance versus like an actual casein allergy to, to dairy products. Yeah. Like if you have lactose intolerance, it just means that your body doesn't have the enzyme that breaks down the lactose sugar versus if you're allergic to casein, you're allergic to the protein and you can't have like any dairy products whatsoever. Like if you're a lactose intolerant, you could still eat some dairy products. You could have cheese because there's most cheeses don't have lactose sugar in them because there's no sugar in cheese. It's important to distinguish there. But for milk, if you want to get a better quality milk, you would aim for grass-fed, local if you can, like raw if you can, just because the pasteurization does kill a lot of the beneficial enzymes that help with the digestion. So it denatures like the proteins that are beneficial. What about the coffee creamers? Because those creamers are becoming just filled with just corn and all these, quote, natural flavors, caramel coloring. Is there a brand that you're looking to there or what's your suggestions? I personally like avoid all of them. Like I just don't think it's beneficial. There might be like a small brand that I'm unaware of that's like super clean. I would say reading the ingredients is the best way to decide if the food is good or not. So if you see that it's like has all these added sugars or even alternative sweeteners that are zero sugar, zero calories, like that it disrupts your gut. It could actually raise your blood sugar in some cases. So I would say like cleanest ingredients as possible. So like no added oils, unless it's coconut oil. I would say like the coconut based creamers are probably best. So if it's like coconut cream, collagen, that might be okay. Coconut sugar or something like that. But I'd say like the majority of them that you're going to see at your typical grocery store are not going to be like clean, organic. They're going to be, like you said, the caramel colorings, natural flavors, all of that. And since we're on the topic of the sugar substitutes, 
what should be people be looking for when they're looking for a health or sugar alternative or they're cooking? You know, that aisle's gotten full of choices. And I think people are really confused at what well, do I buy organic sugar? Do I buy stevia? Do I buy coconut sugar? Do I buy raw sugar? Do I what's the answer? I'm personally more scared of these alternative sweeteners like the sugar alcohols that are really becoming popular on the keto diet, like the erythritol. And of course, the ones that are kind of more mainstream, like the aspartame, like in some cases cause cancer. I just don't think we have a lot of data. Like some of these are so new. And I mean, how long has raw cane sugar been in the diet? It's been in the diet for a long time. And these, all these new like alternative sweeteners have been introduced in the last like 30 years or 40 years. So my philosophy is to stick with things that are, have been around things that your grandparents would have eaten. That's my philosophy. I personally don't think your diet's not going to be based on sweet foods. Most of the time you're going to be eating like real whole meals based around protein, like a high quality animal protein, like grass fed steak. And maybe if you're fully animal based carnivore, you might not be eating a lot of vegetables. Maybe you're eating fruit as your sugar. But I say to like the common person, like I wouldn't worry about the alternative sweeteners so much because you shouldn't be eating that many sweets to begin with, like unless it's coming from fruit. It's not going to be such a significant part of your diet that you shouldn't stress about it. Just because something says it's zero calories and zero grams of sugar, you shouldn't be eating it every day because it says keto on it, like just because it has the word keto on it. What if these like chemical sugars are disrupting your hormones? There's data that suggests that some of them do. I think maybe the one that's like the safest, but like don't hold me to it is the monk fruit sugar. That's like maybe the safest zero grams of sugar. Like if you're trying to do ketosis short term. Yeah. But then again, I would say like, if you really just want to eat clean, the best thing to do is not to bake sweets with alternative sweeteners. Yeah. So you touched a little bit on people getting their sugar from fruits. I want to know how you feel about that. What are your thoughts on juicing? Or do you think that people can over consume the fruits and they're intaking too much sugar? We have to look at the overall context of someone's diet. If they're eating starches every day for breakfast, if they're eating Kellogg's cereal with like skim milk or like a sandwich for lunch, then I'd say maybe the fruit juice isn't the best idea. Like maybe we have to start a little bit stricter. But if someone's eating really clean and they're eating whole foods, like whole pasteurized chicken and eggs and beef and even organs and bone broth, if they're eating super clean, I don't see how the fruit could really harm them. So I feel like we have to really know the context of their diet. If they're doing the standard American diet, then the added sugar is probably just going to, like you're adding insult to injury in a way. Yeah. But if you're already eating clean, I don't see why fruit would be an issue, especially if it's local and seasonal and organic. Well, I think organic is a big deal because of the, I mean, glyphosate is like in everything now. So if you're not buying organic, you're getting glyphosate and that's, it could be dangerous and even small concentrations. It changes your gut microbiome. So we want to optimize gut health and choosing organic is definitely like necessary at this point. 
Okay. You touched a lot on the protein. So let's go down the meat aisle then. And the same thing, similar to eggs with the grass fed and the, all these different beef choices. What's your recommendation? Yeah. Going with the grass fed, grass finish is going to be like the, like if it says organic, great. So that's going to be your best bet because it's the cow's natural diet. Because they're a ruminant animal, they can convert the grass that they eat into a complete protein for us. So, and it's going to be just more ideal than, for example, if you buy chicken that's not soy and corn free, meaning just a conventionally raised chicken that eats GMO feed, the chicken's going to have a higher amount of PUFA than a cow that eats grass, but is finished with some grain because of the way the cows digest foods. So the PUFA fat, the polyunsaturated fatty acids will be higher in the chicken versus the cow, regardless of the feed for the cow. So you think that typically it costs a little more for the grass-fed meats. You think it's worth the extra cost? I absolutely think so, because if you're not going to pay for it, now you're going to pay for something later on. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, you're going to pay it in some way and it's it's your health. Exactly, it's your health. And you can't put a price tag on your health. And sometimes you don't fully appreciate that statement until you don't have your health any longer. So Lexi, I appreciate you being on the show today. As always, I will attach this information in the show notes. I hope everyone has a great Friday. <laughs>